This is Together 24-7, Episode 7. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to Together 24-7. I'm your co-host, Barry Cohen. And I'm your other co-host, Catherine Cohen. Oh, you want, oh, you're looking at me. I'm supposed to be talking now. Well, I, you usually say a little something-something, and then I'll introduce our guest. Oh, sure. Well, the, the guy with the funny voice before that you just heard a little music, he told you what we're all about, so you now know what we're all about. We want to help couples that are in business together navigate the waters, so to speak. That's a good way of putting it, navigate the waters. Like that, huh? and, and we're going to hear about some navigation today from uh, Alex and Laura Drager. Alex and Laura Drager earn, earn, own would be so nice if I learned how to talk since I'm doing a podcast. They own Therma Shield Solar Control. It's a tongue twister. Therma Shield Solar Control. What do they do? Window tinting and coating. They've been in business together. They've been in business together for six years. Chatteroy, Washington. It's right outside of Spokane. Or is it Spokane? Spokane. I don't know. Is well, it Spokane well, or is it Spokane, guys? It's Spokane. It's Spokane. Okay, so it's Spokane, Washington. <laughs> that was right. So Chatteroy is right outside of Spokane, Washington. They do window tinting and coating. They are married. They've been married for six years. But window the Therma Shield Solar Control. I will get this right by the end of the the interview. Therma Shield Solar Control was actually owned by Alex first. So Alex was born and raised in Southern Minnesota, and he started as an entrepreneur at a very young age. Age eight, he was a paper boy. Because even though you're working for the paper, you're working for yourself too. So he's he's entrepreneurs in the blood. Um, he enlisted in the Air Force in 81, served for 11 years. Thank you for your service, including some interesting times in Saudi Arabia. In the last six years of his enlistment, he was a survival instructor at Fairchild Air Force Base in Washington. And he had been working part-time, and this is... This is how he got into it, guys. He had been working part-time behind the retail gun counter of Tintillation Inc. It's a combination gun shop and window tinting. That means you better pay your bill. You better pay your <laughs> bill, exactly. And uh, and Laura met Alex in 2009 and began prepping windows for him. Did you guys, like, date? Did you have, like, did he take you to dinner first, or did you just start working for him? Well... We actually met on a blind date. A friend of mine um, hooked us up, and we uh, went to a Shocks game, which is an arena football game, and uh, went out to dinner and and started dating after that. And I started prepping windows for him about three months later, and been doing that ever since. Excellent. And I, I actually. I was to say that uh, I should get a plug in for Laura here because I had a number of window preppers um, in, in the film installation world. I mean, that's really the most important job is presenting me with a perfectly clean, sterile piece of glass to install the film on. And uh, she was the best that I'd ever had. So that uh, really raised, uh, you know, I, I guess I say impressed the heck out of me. I, I, I'm Thanks. sensing this was more of a, a 
business uh, marriage because who else is going to do the windows that good for you? You better hang on to her. You better just marry her and bring her into the business. Otherwise, your business is going to go into the toilet. Oh, wait. They already did. <laughs> so, so- Well, you know, and as a matter of fact, I just would say that um, the joke's on me because – so she married the boss, and now she owns the business. So see how that works. <laughs> that that works very well. I I like your style, Laura. Um, you also have a uh, bachelor's in organizational management from Whitworth University. You got that in 2011, the same year that you guys got married in Nevada at a winery. Excellent, excellent, yes. excellent. Yeah. And you're more the administrative side of the business and the cleaning of the windows. I'm just trying to think when I can get you down here to Phoenix because I've got a lot of windows that need prepping, not necessarily for for uh, tinting, but definitely um, for, for prepping. And you say your life partners in every aspect and share the most important common goals, both financial and emotional. That's really sweet. That's really nice, guys. Uh, so based on your bio or uh, not based on your bio, you guys know your own bio. Um, oh, and, and I forgot to throw in that Gunner is age 13, and is he involved in the business with you guys at all? Does, does he do anything? Can he prep windows? Well, he he comes with us on some of our jobs, and he'll help carry things in. He has prepped a couple of windows. We're, we're in the process of training him right now. Um, someday, hope that he'll take over the business. So Sound, keep going. Sounds good. So tell us. Um, it, it sounds like the date was the start of you guys being in business and in love together. Um, and, and I know that, uh, Alex, you've been an entrepreneur before, but whether, what other entrepreneurial adventures have you had? Uh, well, actually I, um, I got to put that all on my mom. She was a single mom working hard. And, um, um I know when I was uh, 12, I was, when she was at work, I was running the boarding kennel that she had. So I had customers coming in and signing contracts and dropping off dogs and picking up dogs and taking money. And that kind of started me uh, started me on the path, you might say. So, so pretty much that. And then I, I, the only other thing was that we, uh, I think I had mentioned that we uh, had a um, an investor that was interested in starting a civilian survival school years ago, although that ultimately didn't get funded. Um, and so that would have been another another adventure. Sounds like fun. And Laura, were you ever an entrepreneur or had a lemonade stand or anything like that? Yeah, I started out doing um, new construction cleanup, started a business in Dallas, Texas, and um, did that for a couple of years and then moved into residential um, house cleaning. Uh, when I first moved up here, I did some residential house cleaning and then uh, started doing uh, in-home care for elderly, and other than that, I've mostly worked in offices. Mm-hmm. I started working when I was fourteen as a, an assistant janitor at the school that I went to. Wow! So you guys, so, have, you guys, not only work hard, um, you you definitely have that entrepreneurial spirit right right from right from the beginning, really in in life. So tell us the moment you realized that you could do this, you could be in business together with each other without ruining your relationship. And now, and, and Alex, you might want to go into this a little bit more, but you're looking to start another business together in addition to this. So tell us a little bit about that and, and that aha moment when you looked at each other lovingly and went, we can make good money together without killing each other. 
Well, um, let me let me address that first, and then I'll be happy to talk about our, our, our other venture. Um, you know, believe it or not, because the installing of window film is a super super detail uh, oriented business, and um, I'm pretty invested in a, every window I turn out is kind of like a canvas for me. I mean, it's a I wouldn't call it, go so far as to call myself an artist, but um, I'm heavily invested in those windows, and I get pretty upset when there's if there's any debris or dust or anything um, in that window. And so, probably I would say the first time that um, I would say the first time that I found some some dust or debris in there and, and vented a little, and she didn't run screaming for the hills as perhaps a couple other preppers had. Um, I knew that, uh, the, Hey, this, she might be a keeper. So, um, with regard to the rest of your question, um, although, like I say, we had a, a market test years ago for a civilian survival school to, um, take advantage of some of my, my knowledge that the military gave me. Um, and that didn't work out, but lately, and I don't know, it's probably because there's, you know, all the shows out there, whether it be, um, naked and afraid or survivor man or, even the Bear Grylls shows, there just seems to be this heightened awareness um, about survival and being self-reliant. And so, um, I mean, I have people that knew that I was a survival instructor coming to me and saying, hey, listen, you know, my kid's getting to an age where he wants to go hunting or, hey, we're backcountry skiers. Could you teach us some stuff so that if we got lost, we could, you know, stay alive and take care of ourselves. So we're looking at, um, self-reliance associates is the name of our, our uh, business that we're looking at potentially starting at. And that would be a civilian survival school. Now in, in your current business, uh, aside from the obvious that we know we, you, you're the installer and Laura is the window prepper, uh, is, is, uh, that's an obvious division of labor. Uh, what about the rest of it, running of the business itself? Do you guys divide the tasks there, or do you overlap, or some of the above, all of the above? Well, I've started doing some of the film orders, and I actually made my first sale week before last. Woohoo! Um, other than that, other than that, Alex has generally done the the bidding and and written out the estimates and everything, but. I do a lot of the financial stuff, um, make sure the bills are paid and things like that. So, Yeah, I would say that we basically sort of drifted into – I would. what I should say, what I'd like to say is that this was a very well-planned uh, transition. But the fact of the matter is, is that we kind of drifted into those areas where, um, like you say, clearly I install a film, she preps the windows. But outside of that and all of the rest of the business – we drifted into the areas that we um, were best in, and, and she brings a lot to the table in terms of um, you know her financial management skills and um, keeping things in order there. Um, and I have traditionally been the salesman, and even now, like Laura said, those are starting to um, to kind of uh, meld together also. And she, yep, she uh, took a call and answered questions and. Uh, like I say, made that sale the other day, and so she'll probably be doing some more of that sales work also. Well, that's that's really interesting. Listeners, pay attention. You know, a lot of times we talk to people who have very distinct, and as as do Alex and Laura, very distinct responsibilities, their absolute strengths. But don't be surprised, listeners, when you or your partner 
end up showing that you've got a strength too. Like your partner is really good in something and you've got some strength too. create a support system for that. Make sure you don't overlap. I think overlapping is one of the worst things. I know with us, we get sometimes emails uh, there. We have email addresses that address to each of us. So when we go to answer the email, we will let the other person know that we've gone ahead and answered that email. So we're both not answering and especially not giving uh, contradictory information. And there have been times where we forget to tell each other and <laughs> they get contradictory information. So uh, that's another thing just to keep in mind, you know, keep the other person in the loop always. And don't be afraid to go, you know, I might be good at something and and expand that because that only makes you a better person. So listeners, make sure you expand. Make sure everybody knows there's nothing falling through the cracks. That's the worst thing. Um, and just keep going and, and, and make a list and say, I do this and this and you do this and that. And I think that makes it work. I, I, it absolutely does. Now, Laura, why don't you take us to that moment in time that you would consider the worst fight you had in business relating to the business? Well, I'm, I'm in charge of navigation, and sometimes it can be incredibly frustrating because I'll go into MapQuest or, or um, Google Maps and, and print out directions to a job site, and it's not always correct. Alex is always the driver. I prefer that he drive. And so I have to read the map and give him the directions. And sometimes we'll get in quite a heated argument about how to get there. So that's probably, that's probably the worst of it. Uh, you know. Which really isn't her. I mean, you know, it's not uh, her fault really, but you know, part, big part of our business, the way that we stand out from other contractors in the area is that when we say, if we say we're going to be there at 8 o'clock, we're going to be there at 8 o'clock. Well, when when we have navigation issues, that kind of threatens that, and um, it does get a little intense. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I, I have a computer service business that I do, so I understand the navigation part. I kind of tend to ask my clients, uh, are, is Google Maps correct, or are they not? And they'll usually know. If especially if it's an area you're not familiar with, uh, so that's how yeah. I've learned to avoid that one. Right, you want to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say in that particular that was in Idaho, so it was in another state, and in that particular instance, which was probably our worst um, in the history of us, um, they the MapQuest gave us the name of a road that actually, as far as we could determine, never existed. Never has existed and doesn't exist today. So fantastic. Now, did did this? Let's call it incident. Did it carry over into your personal life, or did it not? And if it did, how did you work through it? No, not really. We uh, we pretty much let things go pretty fast. Once once we're on a job site, we're we're pretty focused on on getting that job done and done well. So we don't we don't carry baggage into the job site. So that, that well, yeah, that's that's what it. you're saying. I'm waiting for Alex's answer. I was going to say, well, or or from, and she's absolutely correct as she is most of the time. Um, <laughs> Good man. We, we don't take <laughs> we don't take it from the job site home either. It just it all stays there. So that that's great. And see if you could give our listeners a little insight as to because I mean we 
let me let me back up here a second. We want our listeners to know that it is that it is fantastic working with your spouse, partner, significant other. Uh, and Catherine and I have been doing it for years. You guys have been doing it for years. It's a fantastic thing. But what would you consider some of the downside risks to that, if any? That's a really tough one for me because I I really enjoy working with Alex. I. I don't mind being around him all the time. And I'm a really independent person, so that that says a lot. Yeah, yeah I can't um, – I mean I can't uh, – what I would have to say really doesn't apply to our relationship because we do um, have the same goals and the same outlook and we're very well matched. But I would just say from working with other um, – life partners that I've had over time and had them prepping windows for me, um, that the downside is, is if you can't, if you're not compatible, if you're not pulling in the same direction, it can cause problems not only in the business, but in your personal life as well. Alex, expand on that because you have some experience or some thoughts. Um, so let our listeners know what to look for in, in your six years together, uh, as you're walking this path together hand in hand and you, you guys are walking it phenomenally, but what have you seen? What have you like looked at and said, Ooh, man, if we don't, if we don't stop and take the right fork in the road, we could head down a bad path. What would that fork be? What do you think that fork would be? Um, well, I think, um, business wise, I, you know, if you're not, like I say, my what I said was pulling in the same direction. But by what I mean by that is, if if the if you don't have the same um, goal in mind, if you're not heading toward the same peak, um, then it's like it can be anything from dragging an anchor uphill. I mean, it can be done, but it's not fun and it's really tiring. Um, to uh, being a total train wreck, and. Um, I, I think really that it takes I I think it takes um, two fairly special people to be able to um, make it work as well as we have and I put most of that credit in Laura's court because I know I can be difficult to get along with um, but we do definitely um, have the same financial goals the same organizational goals and um, and even the same you know goals as far as retirement goes so we're and that's on the business side and the, on the personal side, um, we mesh really well because we're, our monetary, you know, our personal money goals are the same. Our, our child rearing styles are similar and, um, and we've meshed very well, but I, I've been on the other side of that too. I, um, I had a, a, a previous marriage that in 19, uh, 1987 that lasted for about a year and, uh, with somebody who had, did not have the same goals as I did and um, didn't, we didn't, uh, you might say that we didn't mesh well at all together. So um, it took me 25 years to get over, you know, to get, to work up the courage to try it again. And I picked the one person probably on earth that um, I could do this with. So all because she was able to prep windows. That's, you know, it's so weird. <laughs> that's, that's such and a, I was willing to go on a blind date. And you were willing to go on a blind date. Uh, a lot of uh, we started on a blind date, so a lot of a lot of good relationships start on that blind date. But um, make sure, 
future entrepreneurs that are listening to the show, make sure that every single one of your goals are in line. And it, if every aspect of the way you work and the way you like to do things, it, Alex is using and Laura is using the, I, I don't want to say example because it's actually what you do is, is the prepping of the windows, but that's such a key part. Whatever is the key part of the business that you're thinking of getting in, if you guys don't have the same vision, the same goals, and the same attitude about it, you know, oh yeah, you know, this is okay, but this is not, and then the, and then your partner has the opposite, don't go in business together. It It might ruin your life. If you're happy the way you are, don't go in business together, but if you can align all those things, definitely go in business together. And my last comment on that is it's it's so sad that we we entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples find entrepreneurial things to be romantic. Oh, that's so romantic. We have the same business goals. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you guys have touched on this already. Uh, I'm going to ask Laura because she's not talking nearly as much as Alex. Uh <laughs> And like I said, you've already touched on it, but let's see if you can, if we can expand on it a little bit. What are some of the joys you've experienced being together twenty four seven? Share with our listeners how this has changed your life. Well, one of my favorite favorite things is our commute together. We get a chance to sit in silence or talk. Um, it just gives us time alone to just reflect and and enjoy each other's company and. And a lot of couples are so busy in the rat race that they go their separate lives and, and their separate ways and they don't have that time. So I, I cherish the time I spend with Alex, even, even the commute time to and from the job. And, and we mesh so well on the job. Uh, we unload the truck together. We get set up together. We uh, pick up each other's pace when somebody's running behind if I need help prepping windows he's right there helping me and and if he needs help laying the film on then I'm right there helping him and it's just a really uh, it's a shared shared time together that is so cool that's so sweet what are one one or two things you know that you do to separate the family time from the business time so um is it that commute time? Do you not talk business or do you talk business? Is it when you walk through the door? One or two things that, that our listeners might learn something from that you have that line or don't you have that line? <laughs> we do. We, um, Alex is also a firefighter, so he, he's gone to the station two days a week. Um, and that gives me time alone in the house to do the things that I want to accomplish. Um, and also, Alex will take Gunner and do a camp out um, every once in a while where they just take enough for one day and go out and build a shelter and live off the land, and, and that gives me some time alone. Um, I don't think Alex gets nearly as much time alone as I do. but um, Well, yeah, I, I don't, but um, I do get those two days a week, but it's filled with other things like running in the burning buildings and helping people. So it's not really alone time, but, um, and, and I would say, you know, from my perspective in, in that sense, there's a physical separation, but as far as the business goes, and, um, this may be heretical, uh, a heretical idea in the business world. I don't know that we ever do as a small business owner. I know that I don't ever turn off Thermashield. Um, it says right on our website, we'll take, 
take your phone calls and answer your questions uh, from 8 a.m. Monday through uh, 8 p.m. on Sunday. Um, and that's because I want to be accessible. I don't, I don't, my goal is that none, no customer ever talks to my voicemail. I want them to talk to me. Uh, so I have a chance to answer their questions and see if we can meet their needs. So that means if we happen to be watching a movie and we get a, a call in, I'll take the call. And so in that sense, we really don't have a separation or a divider um, between the business and family time. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. When Gunner's, we'll, we'll talk to Gunner's therapist maybe um, when he's older and, and see if, if that bothers him, but it doesn't seem to bother Laura. So. So that's that's good. And and again, listeners, you know, figure that out if you've got to have that separation of time. I know Barry and I don't separate at all. Um, I answered some emails uh, just before we got on this call and uh, and did some work. And it's a Sunday and I responded yesterday, too. So you don't have that separation. But a, a lot of times we will say, OK, in this little in this little box of time, I don't want to be disturbed. And it's usually if we're if we're in the movie theater and it's a great sci-fi uh, flick coming on. That's, if it's IMAX 3D, don't disturb us. Don't disturb it's as simple me. as that. IMAX 3D, that's, that's pretty much <laughs> it. Um, hey, are you guys reading any books or listening any, to any uh, books on audio right now that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I'm reading a murder mystery right now called The Neighbor. It's a Lisa Gardner book. And uh, I love murder mysteries. It's not for planning purposes, is it? <laughs> no, I, I still like him. <laughs> uh, but just I, in case. I, uh, yeah, well, I, I um, yeah, she's a sweetie. So I, I don't think we have to worry about that, at least at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, for my part, I'm, I'm reading a, a Lee Child novel, his first Jack Reacher novel uh, called The Killing Floor. And um, I am just, it's one of my biggest, the hardest things to do, and I know Laura does a good job of, of doing this for me, is to keep me uh, with reading material in front of me because I'll read two or three, sometimes four books a week. I do a lot of reading. I don't know when I find the time to do it because uh, it used to be before I'd go to sleep. But now if I lay down and try to open a book, I fall asleep probably before I get much read. But um, but I'm just a reading machine. I've always loved to read, and it's uh, been a big a big escape for me over the over the years. That's fun. So you guys read for fun. Um, if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would that be? Choose wisely. If you're if you're not a good mate in marriage, you're not going to make a good good mate in business. And I would just say, I mean, my piece of advice would be um, you got to eat, sleep, and breathe your business. You got to be the business. That's not something that you can just put down and walk away from. Um, if you're not that invested, um, then it, it might not turn out well for you. You know, those are two, I think we both live by both of those as well. And, and, and that is, you know, really super advice too. I mean, choose wisely. And that goes beyond Indiana Jones. Yes. Goes just just saying. <laughs> I'm a movie buff. What can I tell you? Um, now, let's let's move on a little bit because we, we like to have fun also. And Catherine and I, our favorite subject is food. Yes. Um, as my belly will attest to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what, what is your favorite meal to cook together or 
the favorite meal, your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Well, we do a lot of grilling here. So Alex does the grilling and I usually make the sides. So we'll have steaks and rice and a salad or something. I do a lot of gardening. So we, we get a lot of produce out of our garden to make fresh salads with. And That's the way to do and it. I don't know. She, she glosses over that steak part, but I, I'll admit I'm a meat snob. So it's not just, um, you know, um, top round. It's, it's a good quality choice or prime bone in rib steak. And, uh, yes. I do. <laughs> so everybody has at least one talent. Mine happens to be grilling uh, rib steaks. So. That, it's how we won my heart. You know, it, it's funny because last night we just had two, they were, Better than a pound each ribeyes that I put on the grill, and oh, there's just nothing better than that. Yeah, you know, it, you don't want to stop eating it when you get down to the bone. You're like, ah, where's the rest of it? And and uh, Laura, I agree with you. We uh, we grow tomatoes and um, and peppers, and now we've just put down for it because we our growing season is in the cold when everybody else is ends, but we just put up some peppers, some more peppers and eggplants, and there is nothing like. Going into your garden, picking whatever you want, and making that right then and there. So that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah and a couple of years ago, Alex built me a greenhouse. So I get tomato plants taller than me, and we just have the greatest tomatoes. So, And, and now to go with those meals, red, white, or beer? Definitely beer. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Wow. (laughs) Now we've got to add one. (laughs) Sometimes, especially maybe when you're in business for yourself, you just have to drink until things make sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get the answers. answers. (laughs) Catherine, let's take a quick break here and talk about something that I think a lot of our listeners want to hear about, and that's what kind of business to get started in. Um, a lot of our listeners, they, they're looking to start a business. They're wondering what kind of business to get into. And we just might have something that works for them. We might. We very well might. So here's the deal. Our show is called Together 24-7. And you're probably all wondering, if you didn't listen to the first episode, how are you two together 24-7? Well, back in 2003, we started a barter exchange. We loved having a barter exchange. We were very successful at it. We sold it in 2013. But in the meantime, and the reason why we sold it is because we actually started barter exchange management software to help other people start their own barter exchanges. And and what we've done is created not only the software, but the training programs as well. So we give businesses around the world the, the support of a franchise without being a franchise. You are your own independent business, your own name, your own branding. We just help and train people. So Here's the deal. What is a barter exchange? Well, we've got a free ebook. If you go to our website, www.barter21.com forward slash together, that'll tell you what a barter exchange is because it would take too long in the show. But here's what you need to ask yourself. Do you want to help small businesses grow and prosper? Are you concerned about economic upturns and downturns? Do you want a business to business company instead of having to deal with customers, consumers, you're dealing with other businesses? If you say yes to those, then you want to start a barter exchange. 
And to get it, like Catherine just said, uh, just go to www.barter21.com slash together. There will get you a free ebook that tells you a little bit about barter exchanges and how to run them and what the day-to-day work is all about. And also we'll give you a $150 discount certificate off of our training program. How's that for a deal? That's a pretty good deal. So www.barter21.com slash together to learn more about starting your own barter exchange. And now for the pet peeve of the day. Catherine, you're up. What you got for us? Well, today's pet peeve of the day comes from my friend, Anne. And remember, guys out there listening to our show, if you have a pet peeve of the day, please email us at pp at together247.net. That's pp for pet peeve at together247.net. So this one comes from Anne. And Anne says that her pet peeve is people who lie and think that you can't check data. So in a business situation, really in any situation in life, but especially in business, tell the truth. Tell what's really going on. Let people know. Tell the truth. Because everything can be checked. There is data on everything. There is data on the last time you went to the bathroom. I promise you it's there somewhere. It's on social media. It's on Google. You can find it. So don't lie. Don't put yourself in that situation. Tell the truth. There's a reason. There's an explanation. Go ahead and do it. That's my pet peeve of the day. I guess I got to get onto my computer and start deleting things, huh? Probably. Okay. Sorry. Do you have a pet peeve that you'd like us to talk about on the air? Go ahead and send us an email about your pet peeve, and if we like it, we'll read it on air. Send your pet peeve to PP, that's the letter P and the letter P for pet peeve, nothing else, PP at together247.net. That's PP at together247.net. And if we like your pet peeve, we'll read it on the air. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being our guests today. And um, all the notes will be on the show notes, everything um, that we just talked about. And uh, Alex, you're going to update us with the survival school so that we could update our show notes and put that on there too. I think it's pretty fascinating. I know living here in Phoenix, Arizona, we're the fifth largest city uh, in the nation, sometimes the sixth, but we have a lot of preserves and we have a lot of open desert and you're just hiking and things happen and you need to survive this. That's what the survival school is all about. And so we're going to put those show notes on there, but tell our listeners right now how they can get in touch with you. Uh, well, um, they can reach us of course, through the website, www.thermoshieldspokane.com. Um, we do have our survival school website is coming. It's going to be selfrelianceassociates.com, um, but that is not up yet. Um, they can uh, reach us at 509-466-3975, or uh, they can reach me at alex at thermoshieldspokane.com, or they can reach Laura at laura at thermoshieldspokane.com. And be happy to hear from anybody that has any questions. And um, thank you guys for having us on today. It's been awesome. Well, thank thank you. you. And you can get in touch with us, Barry and Catherine, at www.together247.net, Twitter at RealTogether247, on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash RealTogether247. Guys, there is a picture of us. The other Together247 is a little frightening. So there's a picture of us on there. And our email is together at together247.net. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. 
And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.